Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We are the Hairy Bikers. I'm your Uncle Si. And I'm your Uncle Dave. And it's time once again for us to invite you to lay on our comfy couch of wisdom and tell us your troubles, because we are the Agony Uncles. Yes, that's us. We're like your personal hairy helpers with a lifetime of life experience that's ridden the highways and byways of joy and pain. If you have a problem, maybe we can help. I think we need capes, you know, like hairy capes. Anyway, I think we, I think we need looking at by some specialists, <laughs> but never mind. Just get in touch using the email. It's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. And posing the problems today. It's the glamorous, the handsome, the velvet tongue, the thin white duke himself, Jeeves. Hello. How very lovely of you to say such nice things. And um, uh, we've got so many excellent problems for you to solve this week. I think you're going to enjoy this episode, as always. Thank you to everyone who's got in touch and written. And also, one thing worthy of mention, if you're listening to this podcast uh, at the ra- around about the time it's released, which is going to be at the end of March, uh, then uh, remember that in a couple of weeks' time, Uncle Cy is going to be uh, raising money for charity. It's your rock and raise event, isn't it, Uncle Cy, at the Wylam Brewery in the northeast? It is in Newcastle upon Tyne. Yes, it's for uh, the Graham Wiley Foundation thingy. And I'm playing with a bit of a hero of mine, uh, Bluey from Incognito. So if you like your jazz, you like your funk, you like to dance your, dance your little bum off, uh, come along. Because and good beer, fun. great beer as well. Great beer, mate. Yes, that is also true. Good and some nice nibbles as well. So yeah. it should be a good night. I went yeah. to the last one you did up there. Yeah. It was absolute stonker. You know, I, I was doing nothing apart from drink. I don't even think I introduced you. I was just having a good time. <laughs> Brilliant night out. Well, mm. if you want tickets, uh, go to the Harry Bikers website, harrybikers.com. It's all on there, all the info you need. And as a special sort of introduction to it, because Sai's going to be playing the bongos, uh, as you mentioned, uh, tonight, today's edition of the Harry Bikers Agony Uncles is being recorded on top of Sai's bongos. Uh, I'll have you know they're my congas. Oh, congas. My bongos. I couldn't fit it all on my bongos because they're I, slightly smaller, you know. I'm so sorry. Um, but I've got me big boys out today. They're my congas because <laughs> I'm rehearsing the living daylights out of myself. <laughs> Can make sure I don't look like a complete Charlie in front you'll, of one of my You'll go heroes. blind. Yeah. I know, I know, I know. I've got this rhythm in me head and it just won't go away. <laughs> oh, so, and here she is. The Harley Davidson to our knackered old kettles. It's Posh Tash herself, the Queen of Chrome. Um, I have to say, I find it quite hard to stay silent when you two are talking before you've introduced me because I'm desperate to giggle. <laughs> you haven't actually said anything. When you start talking about your bongos and congos, it's quite, it's quite hard. <laughs> well, Congo's a country. I shouldn't say that either. You <laughs> 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 can't. Oh, Dave, let's get solving, mate, because this is... Get your jingle finger out and do what you do. Go on. Let's be tabletop. That's brilliant. (laughs) Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. 
I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Cause I heard your advice is the best. In this week's postbag of pity, Uncle Sai, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash, you're going to be using all of your skills and experience of love, life and lettuce to help with these tales of trouble. We have a bit of spice needed. We have passion or grammar. We have the bulldozer boyfriend and in confidential corner. We have mum's erotic secret. Oh, God. Yes, I do. We're going to start off with a bit of spice. This comes from Simon, who's in Oswestry. Oh. Which is a very nice place. Yeah, it's very nice. Very nice. Dear Uncle Dave and Uncle Simon. I love to cook, but I always do the same foods, and they're kind of a bit bland. What do you suggest for a starter kit of herbs and spices to add more flavour to my meals? Many thanks. Simon, in Oswestry, over to you. Well, it depends what kind of style of cooking you're going to use. I mean, I always remember when we were filming Mum's No Best Kingy, one thing I learnt was that, you know, it seems like a lot of spices, say, in Indian food. But basically, most Indian mums had the spice tin. Didn't have to be fancy or chrome. A lot of them, it was a biscuit tin. We say 12 little jars in. Mm. And those little jars had the spices in, which you could make multiple amounts of curry. And the way to think of it was like having 12 salt and peppers, you know, in Western cookery. And that spice tin was essential. I mean, I know my spice cupboard, it's overflowing. It's overflowing with stale stuff as well. I suspect like many people's spice cupboards... But it, it depends what you're going for. But that biscuit tin with 12 essentials, I think is a way forward. I think that's jolly good advice. I think, and in that biscuit tin, you should have some chilli uh, flakes, chilli powder, turmeric, cumin. Um, yeah, lots of cumin. No, lots of Ground cumin. coriander. Ground, thank you. Ground coriander. Um, uh, fennel seed. There's a great mix called... Um, Panch puran, which is a, a mix of seeds that you kind of just fry off and flavor the oil with it. And then you put your potatoes in or whatever, or, your, or whatever you want to put in, a little bit of water, let it steam. It goes all soft and lovely. Season it. Perfect. There's another one called Amtua. It's dried mango powder. And if you get a recipe that says you want a sourness in it, like tamarind, you haven't got any, put some of that in. And it really kind of sours it up to give you a contrast to your sweetener. And on the sweetener, uh, have some jaggery, which is like a, a, a really... It, it's it's a sweetener. But what would you describe it as, Kingy? It's it's palm sugar. It's caramelised palm, palm yeah, sugar, that's basically. It, that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. But that gives a sweetness, opposed to Amtua. Asafoditi, if you're going down that one, that's it, it's quite fetid, a resin. Stinks, but a little bit in, it really gives you an authentic flavour. But that's just Indian food. Yeah. But then when you get into Moroccan food, you know, you need your dried ginger, your cinnamon, which balances out your cumin, your coriander. It's just such a wonderful world. It's like an artist, isn't it? You need your paint. Going back to the asafoditi, traditionally asafoditi was put into um, anything that you had with um, pulses, because it stops the, or helps to stop the effect of pulses, if you know what I mean. So Ooh. instead of blowing your bum off with uh, a load of lentils, dals and all sorts of stuff, it kind of helps. So that's one reason that asafoetida is used. You know, mate, it sounds infinitely more sophisticated. When my mother was making a mushy peas, she always put bicarbonate of soda in to break the wind. wind. Yes. <laughs> you used to get yeah. a bicarb tablet, actually, in, in your peas. You did. It's to keep the colour, but it stopped you trumping. 
Yeah. But us a fadita, it's more it's elegant. bicarb soda, baking soda, I mean, I obviously um, keep an eye on a bit of social media as well. It, it's sort of a, a product that everyone uses. Every time you turn around for a cleaning hack, if you've got a windy hack, if you want a cooking hack, it, bicarb soda seems to appear. It does, it, doesn't it? I mean, you it? can basically have yeah. one in your back pocket, your mobile phone, your bicarb in your back pocket, and it seems like life would be all right. Yeah, well, yeah, pretty much true, Tash. It's, it's not, it's, I'll tell you what, though, it's not good in a fizzy drink. Oh, no. OK. <laughs> no, and in, in Romania, the meat, which is like it's hand-rolled sausage, oh. they, they put bicarb in it to give it bounce. But that, <laughs> it, it, it really changes. If you put too much in it, it really does your insides out. I love, back to the question, I love, like, the, we've opened this up. We haven't answered the question at all, really. We've probably just confused the fella. Yeah. Because it's, it's been a lifelong exploration for me and Kingy. And <laughs> th th this true. world's just got broader. And as much as when you're painting pictures, you need more colours. But the colours are all there, you know, it's great. But don't keep your spices too long. The only what I remember somebody said to us in India, the only spice that really does keep is nutmeg. nutmeg. And a nutmeg in its meg will last for 10 years. Wow. But paprika, oh. paprika doesn't last. And people see paprika. paprika. Yeah, well, I mean, I get mine oh. from the markets in Romania by the, by like, you know, oh. a, a 250 kilogram bag. But like the Romanians, you forget paprika, it's like ground and dried red peppers. So you use a couple of tablespoons of it in a stew. And real paprika's great. But you see this little orange sawdust, you know, it's it's no good to man Not the same. beast, really. Nah. Nah, and, and, and also as well, you know, I'd go and have a look at, you know, Asian supermarkets yeah. because they're infinitely cheaper than the big branded supermarkets that is mm. everywhere. And they're infinitely better quality. Yeah, and if it was, I was when we used to do Kingy and it was have a barbecue. If if things were slight, you know, because you get a big pack, you're talking like half a kilo as opposed to 20 grams, you know. And uh, especially if they're going off a bit, you, you, you used to just throw them on the barbecue. So yeah. coriander seeds and everything, they'd spit, but the aromatic smoke you got into your food was brilliant. And it seemed like a really decadent thing to do. But, but the bottom line was, if you buy the stuff at sauce, as it were, from the Indian and Asian supermarkets, it was proper cheap. Yeah, it mm. is. It is, and it's so good. And it's so good. And actually, they've they've kind of responded pretty well, Dave. Now I don't know whether you've noticed, but at the one that we mm. go to, Dave and I go to regularly uh, at Brighton Grove. There's all sorts of different mm. sizes of packages, so you can go and buy ten kilos of haldi or turmeric if you like, or you can buy like 150 grams of it now. So there's all they've got mm. like a multitude of weights that you can buy. So um, it's great. It's great. That's the other thing that's knowing your recipe because I once wanted to do easy Indian cooking and bought a cookbook that said easy Indian cooking and there isn't anything easy it's all it's all easy once you get to the cooking part the difficult part was getting all the spices together and, and as you said mm. Dave it was always about getting that set group of spices yeah, spice in too. there but I also mm. look and go sometimes go well buy in bulk and I'll think oh great I'll buy a big pile of that but then realize you only need to use a quarter of a teaspoon and then you've got like 2.5k in the cupboard and that's the other ones you want tablespoons but I bought the mini packet because I didn't want to crowd the cupboard so I just I or I find that whole spice world a bit of a minefield if I'm honest because I do have a lot of very old spices in my cupboard you know and I, I never know and I always look I think it's all amazing it looks incredible and I want to buy the real seed and then I could ground it but really have I ever picked it up past the oregano the cumin the paprika and the pepper Not maybe really. we should do that Dave you know it might be a good idea that we should put like you know, a little starter kit of spices and flog it on the website. Oh, it's been done before, hasn't it? Cyrus Taddywaller and Tony Singh call themselves the Spice Boys. But yes, uh, it would be good fresh spices at a reasonable price. 
Yeah. But either that or just get five or six mates who are cooking and get your jars and split it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's also cool. a good idea. Don't yeah. get yourself cool. started off. But actually, a lot of the spices, if they are getting on a bit, you can bring them back to life. You just dry roast them in a pan before you grind them. And a lot okay. of Indian recipes say that dry roast it. It brings out the aromatics and the flavours. Good fun. Well, there you go, Simon. There's um, uh, lots of advice there. I hope that mm. helps with your cooking and gives you a little bit of spice. Food makes, makes everything better. All right, our next problem is called passion or grammar. For this, we require one single male name. Hmm. Who might we ask for one single male name? Having spent the weekend doing all sorts of interesting things, I'm sure there's lots of male names in Posh Tash's head. Jeremiah. 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 <laughs> Can we just call him Jerry? Jeremiah, I like it. It's a lovely Jeremiah. name. Jeremiah. My potty was called Jeremiah. He <laughs> said, for God's sake, son, do it in the Jeremiah. Oh. You see, you see, I think that's quite sophisticated, you know. I'm sure I'm sure our mothers had delusions of grandeur. I mean oh, mine I, certainly did. Tell you. Oh, I picked up picked up quite a lot on that, me. <laughs> well, I think we'll stick with Jeremiah. It's a nice name. And we're gonna go with this. Dear Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Queen Tash. Oh, oh, I am elevated. Touch me far up. Oh, oh. I know. My name is Jeremiah. I'm 51. I've been divorced for nine years. After a lot of false dating starts, I've been in a friendship with a lovely lady, and we've had two brilliant dinners now as we get to know each other. As is usual on a dating app, the contact between the two of us is controlled. But at our last dinner, we finally swapped phone numbers, and she now WhatsApps me. Her favourite thing is to send slightly suggestive messages, which would be absolutely fine with me, except that her grammar is terrible. <laughs> Whenever she writes about what she'd like to do to me, two is always spelt with two O's. Ah. She once explained that she'd like me to touch her there, but there was spelt T-H-E-I-R. <laughs> her last message said, every girl deserves something they enjoy, which of course is a pronoun disagreement. <laughs> I don't know whether to say something to her, but it really does make me cringe when I read these. Your advice would be most welcome, asks Jeremiah. Over to you. I'm big on that. I can't bear it. I can't bear the misspelling. The other, you know, the other one is the other one. You are and you're. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that drives me mental. But there is spell check. Well, that's spell check sometimes is the downfall. Ah, sometimes true. you type so fast and it redoes it for you. And that's frustrating if you don't check it out. But yeah. it would kill me. I'm, I, I, I struggle with the teenagers who don't put capital letters, full stops, anything. They oh. just keep writing because that's obviously oh. generationally on text. But I still go spelling, 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 spelling. You know, it's got to be the right way around. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. Yes, those were the days when teacher wraps your knuckles when you got it wrong. Yeah. And you yeah. got your vowels mixed up with your, you know, your this, that, and Constance. your adjectives and your adverbs and your consonants. And, and your, double negatives. Your similes Ooh. and your, you need know, all Capital that. letters, full stops, get it right. Yes. Capital letters, full stops, never start a, never start a sentence with and. <laughs> no. Or because. Mm. Or oh. because. Nice. Oh, cause. Oh, I'll tell you what oh, irritates oh. me on, on just a bit of a Geordie thing, really. On the Facebook, and they put yous. Oh, y -O -U -S. does my head in. Yows. What? Yeah, I'm a sheep. What? What? Yous. What does that mean? Yous. That's oh, so irritating. Yeah. I, so, so the thing is, the problem is he's reading it and he's going, 
I really like her, I really fancy her, love the suggestive comment, but it's, it's quite unattractive if you think you're that, you're a bit stupid. Well, that's the gig, isn't it? Basically, yeah. that's what he's saying, isn't he? And he can't take our normal advice and sit down and talk to her about it, because that's bloody rude too. Sit down, sweetheart, yeah. can we have a chat about your spelling? And Tash, it's relatively new. It's a whole new vibe going on, isn't it? So if you fancy her, just go with it and forgive her and get on with it and have a good time. Yeah. Either that or put a full stop to it. Oh, 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 oh. man, you're on fire. Oh. Oh. Toxic. Ah, yeah, man, just like chill out and just have a nice time with her and, you know, just go listen to your grandma's shit. One evening when he's hoping he's, she's going to do said suggestive stuff, and he goes, oh, the bit I love most is the way you misspell everything because it makes me laugh so much. <laughs> That's you know, a good idea. Make say. it gentle, yeah. Oh. Or, I've got it, you could play Scrabble. <laughs> and win. Yeah, every time. You know, and just go, well, you know, and that's kind of like a subtle learning curve, isn't it? Or strip monopoly, or twist. No, naked, strip twister. Just a naked twister. We've just got to go, look, dude, chill out and just, you know, yeah, get I your rocks so. off. Yeah, and you know. just, just you really can't spell, can you? You just want to go, no, I'm crap at it. And then it's fine and it's water under the bridge. Yeah. Then she might send a message to suggest meeting up and say, come over here and go H-E-A-R, and he'll never make it over there to have the conversation. Well, if I was there, I'd do it on purpose anyway, just to wind him up. <laughs> I think it sounds like a lovely relationship. You're getting on really well. It's nice. You're nice and friendly. And then now she's got a bit fruity. So, you know, get on with it. Yeah, never stop at a call on. <laughs> I don't... It's metaphor something joking. There's, there's, something, there. there's something going on there that's just... <laughs> Fundamentally wrong. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Well, if you're down, if you're down, now don't get drunk, don't get drunk, just send an email, just send an email to the agony uncle. Our next problem is called the bulldozing boyfriend, and we need one female and one male name for this, please. Uncle Cy, female, Uncle Dave, a male name. Bradley. Bradley. Wilma. Wilma, fantastic. Wilma, Wilma yes, been watching the Flintstones again. So this comes from Wilma, who <clears> says, <throat> Dear hairy <clears throat> uncles and posh tash, I've been going out with Bradley for about 18 months. We live separately. Sometimes we don't see each other for a couple of weeks, but that's normal as he's about 250 miles away and I'm pretty busy as I run my own business. I do know that he would like to see more of me, but he's just not really as busy as I am. I'm actually in the process of setting up a new part to my business and I am stacked out at the moment. When we spoke last week, he said he wanted to get together, but I explained to him that I can't at the moment. I've got such a lot on and we would get together when it had calmed down. Yesterday, he called again and asked if he could see me just for 10 minutes, he said, just for 10 minutes. But I explained again, Bradley, I'm sorry, I'm really busy. I can't see you. It's not that I don't want to. I just really am on a deadline. About three hours later, there's a knock at the door and Bradley's there holding a bunch what? of flowers. 
Well, this turned into a really big row. He just kept saying, I didn't want to see you for 10 minutes and have a cuddle. And I'm saying, I told you, I'm really busy at the moment. He thinks he's being nice and he's being all hurt and upset. Well, I'm really annoyed at how he just sort of bulldozes his way in, even when I've told him it's inappropriate. It's exhausting me a bit, says Wilma. So I thought I'd ask my favourite cooks what they think. Over to you. I think that you're, that Wilma is in the right and Bradley's overstepped the mark and it's about a bit of control. I'll do what I want when I want with you. And, I, I, yeah, I don't think that's particularly healthy. If you say no, no means no. I'm, I'm stacked out. It's not that I don't want to see you. It's just, can you respect that, please? Do you know what I mean? I think it's about listening in relationships, isn't it, as well? You've got to listen, and he's not listening. If you're in the first throes of love, do you know what I mean? You find time for the person who loves you. You always yeah. do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think, obviously, it sounds like Bradley's up to his armpits in passion, and she isn't. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how busy you are, you can always, you know, have five or ten minutes, or at least meet halfway. You've got ten minutes, they've got to get back to work. If you say it like that, it's strong and that's fine, but and then, you know, there's, a, there's it's like everything, there's a balance to be had, isn't there? You know? Yeah. I mean, Bradley might get round and go, well, stuff you then, you know? Yeah, I think you're right in that I think maybe her mistake was, rather than mm. saying, I'm really busy, I'll buzz you when it's all over, there was no time commitment or anything for him to look forward to because he wasn't quite sure when that would be. Is that two hours, ten days, whatever? So you're right. Maybe that she could have been more giving. And if she's not committing to another time, then it doesn't seem as she's as heartfelt as he might be. However, I do think he needs mm. to listen because if he really did like her and love her and wants to see her, he's got to respect the fact that sometimes work does massively get in the way. It's, it's a huge part of our lives and you've got to be able to respect her position on that. And just tipping up out of the door... If he tipped up out of the blue, pushed a bunch of flowers through the door and legged it again, not asking for the 10 minutes, then that's quite sweet and romantic. But expecting her to then make time and being annoyed she didn't when she already said she hadn't got it, I think is really unfair. Uh, yes, I'm with you. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, they're adults. They've been seeing each other for 18 months. They know what the form is. And he's just a bit yeah. pushy, I think. Well, no, if after 18 months he's still running around desperate to give her flowers, it sounds like he's... Is kind of desperate to please, really. And after 18 mm -hmm. months, he should have got through that phase anyway, if that's how long they've been going out. Yeah. There's, there's certain ease with each other. Um, obviously, it's, it doesn't sound to be such an easy relationship. So I didn't realise it was 18 months. I missed that bit. But after that time, he shouldn't feel this neediness. Yeah. And she yeah. should be a bit more, could be kind of quite honest and a bit more approachable, really. I think, I think they're, they're both wrong, really. And maybe things need sorting out. Yeah, maybe she's keeping the chase on a bit too much and maybe she's not committing and therefore he's being desperate to try and find some... Yeah, maybe he wants some love back and maybe she hasn't been giving that. You're fair, Dave. A bit of a fair podcast, Dave. Yes. <laughs> What's the reason? Yes. Uh, Will my dump him? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get back to normal here. Bradley, find somebody who wants your flowers. Flowers, yeah. Yeah, and not some workaholic. Jeez. Yeah, she'd make time for you if she cared. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. They live 250 miles apart, though, right? Yeah. So oh, he's gone 250 miles with the flowers. Oh, yeah. it's all going be belly up now. It's all sinking in with me. It's very complicated, isn't it? Yeah. There was a lot going it on. It is always that. And I think, actually, I, I, to be fair, actually, I think that when you do have those long-distance relationships, clarity is absolutely key. It's like mm. you've got you've got to be kind of pretty gentle and pretty kind 
and but you have to be clear. And I think Wilma's been clear, but uh, Bradley's not kind of taking the hint. And I just think he's not getting what he wants and she's not getting what she wants because there's, mm. a, there's a bit of a disconnect there, I think, as yeah. Dave was saying before. And I think mm, it's probably... Clarity is key, though. Because well, we've, yeah, we've all had relationships that... That we've that that have not been you know close by, so you can you kind of pop in for a cup of coffee, uh, and say here I've I've brought you some milk. It's um we've all had those that that takes a little bit more effort because they're they're you know either at the other side of the world or in another part of Europe or another part of the country. So you've just got to be really clear and keep that lines of communication open and chatting really. Yeah, I think it sounds like she's potentially sees him as a very different role as he sees their relationship. Because, I, yeah, she, we've got 250 miles between you. You'd make excited, concerted efforts to have a weekend together and special time together. And if he's grappling, he's scrappling to find 10 minutes of her time at that distance, she's clearly not giving it over. So she might see him as a part-time, I'll see you when I fancy you. Whereas he's thinking he's committing to something and trying to get more out of it. I have to say, now I'm, I'm reconsidering. I think he needs out of it. I don't think she's giving over the love he needs. And he well, needs to find I, someone local. I think after 18 months and 250 miles, I think if the relationship was going anywhere, you would have, you know, you need each other enough to be together. One yeah. of you would have made that compromise and moved. And it would have been a really healthy compromise. Like, I'm not saying that he should give up everything or she should. You work out which would work and try and make it work. Um, you know, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, um, oh, God, poor Bradley, if he's running all that way with the flowers and that, and she's... They'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very practical time. Oh, you're I right. Like Clarity that. and trust is what it takes to have a long-distance relationship, and clearly Bradley and Wilma don't have it. If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. It's time to head to Confidential Corner, and this is called Mum's Erotic Secret. For this, we need two ladies' names. One... Of those names, please. A bit of an older lady, shall we say. Uncle Si, Uncle Dave, a lady's name each. Edna. <laughs> <laughs> Julie. Uh, Julie. Here we go. This comes from Julie, who says, Dear Harry Bikers and Tash, I love the podcast. It's been a bit of a saviour for me, as I have three teenagers. A 13, a 16, and an 18-year-old. Oh, God, love you. I'm with her. All boys. Uh, oh, oh, oh. oh God, says, that's, like, that's like James Dillon Alex, actually. That's, oh that's my God. Those, those gaps, yeah, wow. All boys, and she says, combined with my basically teenage husband, it sometimes feels like a house <laughs> is a parallel universe of Grand Theft Auto and dirty football shorts. <laughs> but the problem I have for your thoughts is actually my mum. She and Dad live about five miles away, in the village I grew up in, in the house I grew up in. They're both retired. Dad runs the cricket team, spends most of the day in the greenhouse and with his classic car. Mum is a volunteer at the Salvation Army shop, is a member of the choir, and also runs the village reading circle. So far, so good. We go there every other Sunday for lunch. My three-stroke-four boys sit with Dad and watch some sort of sport, and Mum and me natter. She said she was going to try Amazon for some books for her book club, and could I help her set up an Amazon account? I thought it was just easier to give her my account details and she can then give me the money as and when she buys books. I explained to her how to order the books and I asked if she wanted me to show dad as well, but she said not to bother with that, she'd just do it herself. This too was fine, until I started to get the email notifications of the books that she was buying. In the last month, 
Untied, a dark lover's romance. <laughs> what happens in Dubai? Subtitle, she's not looking for Mr. Right, just Mr. Right now. Or Buttons and Lace, his dirt, her desire. I don't think these are for her village reading circle at all. I need to talk with her about this, but I don't know how. Help, asks Julie. Over to you. Julie, let her get on with it. Why do you assume, look, your mum had sex in the first place to have you. And that, that was like, you know, and just because she, she's getting on a bit doesn't mean she doesn't get fizzy on the whizzy. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's, 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 it's perfectly healthy, isn't it? I, th I think mum's a bit... Uh, to, you know, I'll put him on your daughter's account, maybe a little bit sort of, what, innocent? Um, you yeah. want to keep these things to yourself. There's no harm in it, is there? I but, know. Um, I'd probably tell your dad, actually, that he needs to pull his finger out, well, quite literally. <laughs> <coughs> or something else out of it. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm with Dave, completely with Dave. I think it's absolutely healthy and fine. And it's you that's got the hang-up, not your mum. She's having a great time. It's funny, isn't it, how we never ever, no matter how old you are, ever grow out of uh, my parents don't have sex. No, no, they don't do that anymore. You never grow out because there is something about going, oh, absolutely fine, you know, you're using Amazon. But just so you know, it's very public. Everyone can see what you've ordered. It, it, the, the shopping list exists still. So you might not want to put it onto that account. Or do you want to set up your own one? But she's got no right to say what she's ordering. I mean, that's just her mum's business. Sounds as though it's crap books, though. <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly, you know, Chaucer, is it? Do you know what I mean? Oh. Maybe she's done those now. That hasn't got her anywhere in the bedroom, surely. Yeah, yeah. Yes, those soliloquies are not, not a turn on, are they? Really? <laughs> Unless they're spelled correctly. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's funny, though. But do you think she'll stop at the erotic novel? Do you think this is just an hors d'oeuvre? Well, there's a thing online, isn't it? It's called Clitlit. What? It's called Clitlit. So what? what is Clitlit? Erotica for women, basically. So it's all about, you know, for, for, for women's... Yeah, it, it's, that's all it is. Erotica how, for women. how does erotica for women differ from erotica for men? It's not Ginny Cooper, basically. It's not all on horses. Oh. Yeah. But I think that's the terminology. And I don't... I sort of, I sort of, oh, it just... It is. It's sort of very common terminology that goes across Instagram, that that's what women listen to or, or read or podcast or whatever. Oh, I must have a look at that. Yeah. Or for research purposes. Research purposes only. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Oh, research... I'll get Lil some clitlet. You give me a clip around the ear. Yeah, what's your... Can you imagine? This has got to be an affectation of. It's definitely a generation. Uh, yeah, wow. I think it's generational, absolutely. I mean, yeah, uh, it's, it's remarkable. I did download Fifty Shades of Grey when all the kerfuffle was on. And um, I, I can say, you know, I. It, I didn't like it as a book. Well, it's a bit ridiculous, wasn't it, really? It was a bit basic and ridiculous. Yes, it was a bit Christian Grey or whatever, tan me ass with your bullwhip. Yeah. And it was like, I'd smack his teeth in if I was that woman. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that was serious. I didn't get through it, you know. Yes. Right, back to the question. Um, I think. What was it? Julie needs to talk to Edna about this, but we're not sure. She doesn't. not sure how to. She shouldn't speak to her about she it. She shouldn't speak to her about it. No. Mind her own bloody business and get it to set her own account up, help her to do that instead of... Or, yeah, if she doesn't speak to her about it, ask to borrow one of her books. Say, yeah. mother, these sound good. Do you know <laughs> yes. what I mean? Yes. Turn it around like that. And it, if there are any underlying problems, then they might just talk woman to woman. I think that's great, man. I think, like, you know, I think it's great. Still sexually active at that age is great. Why That's not? That's how old they could only be. Well, they, they might not be that old, Kingy. Oh, yeah, true. 
Do you know what I mean? You know, it's going to be the late 40s. That's sick. Come on, no, come on. Anyone on an Amazon, yeah. If someone in their 40s can't use an Amazon account by now, then they really are behind the times. So I'm guessing she must be much older. Yeah, 70s. I don't know. I think, yeah, teach her how to use the Amazon so she might want a bit more privacy, that's all. Yeah, I, I, yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. To set her, set her own up again. Go through it with her mum and just, you know, yeah, and then borrow her clit lit. Yeah, but what's <laughs> what's come out of this, Kingy? That I'm thinking is that Tasha's just hitting what could be her pension fund. You've got Richard and Judy's book club, Tasha's <laughs> clit lit club. <laughs> I think Can we that's have chairs in this. Yeah, you could do reviews, Tasha. Yes. And horrify your husband. And we should have a section in the podcast called Tasha's Clitlit. Yes. Clitlit reviews. Girls Allowed. Oh, it's been done before that, hasn't it? Oh, yeah, they're a band, aren't they? Yeah. I might be busy most Mondays at 11 o'clock. You never know by then. (laughs) Well, you will do if you get me a Clitlit on a Sunday. That'll be it. Ah, you'll be sitting on your whirly wash with your reading Clitlit. This has blown me in mind. I know, it's a whole world. What's the same when I first heard about Vajazzling? I, yeah. I still can't get my head around that at all. Me neither, though. I mean, does that really still happen? I mean, it's short of porn stars. Does it really? Well, it doesn't know. in my world, I can tell you, but... <laughs> Who knew? Not doesn't in mine, even after I've manscaped. I always remember well, when I worked at the BBC and, like, there well, was staff there, and look at the costume department, a lot of the medieval costumes, you know, in place of the jewellery, like the pearls and everything, they used to use lentils and pulses. Do you know what I mean? And painted silver and gold. You oh. could vajazzle with lentils, couldn't you, if you were cheap? Wow. <laughs> well, I might put the bicarb of soda in so I don't get any, <laughs> any after bitter taste. <laughs> if your life's in a mess, then the email address is theagonyuncles at theherrybikes.co.uk. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to us on the Agony Uncles podcast, the hairiest podcast on the planet. Remember to email us your problems to agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. That's agonyuncles at thehairybikers.co.uk. Yes, please do. We love to hear from you. We really do. And, and let me remind you that there'll be a new episode of the Agony Uncles hitting your podcast place every Friday when you wake up. Just follow and subscribe to make sure you hear us first. So, from Posh Tash. Bye-bye. The Thin White Duke. Goodbye. And from us. Bye. Bye Bye-bye, everybody. Have a lovely week. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.